Hey, what's up everybody? Thanks again for checking into another episode of Lafayette Connect. First off, I want to start off by saying how much I really appreciate everybody listening. Every episode of the podcast is over 100 listeners and that's pretty crazy to me. This one was done with a pretty interesting dude, Josh Edwards. Josh Edwards has had too many jobs to count in the Lafayette area from many different fields and we only covered about half of them in this podcast. But his latest accomplishment has been starting his own private investigation business, Edwards Investigative Services. Josh has done it all from working fast food, being mall security at our very own Tiffany Mall, to ghost hunting and giving out exorcisms and expelling demons. And now he's a business owner. So give him love at the end of the podcast and give him a call. But yeah, welcome back to another episode of Lafayette Connect. I'm sitting here with uh, my good friend Josh Edwards. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Yeah. So yeah, you're an interesting guy. We don't know each other very well, but uh, we're getting to know each other. Yeah. 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 It's a budding friendship, I get that thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about your... I uh, should have pulled this up. Let's talk about your backstory. Yeah. What do you want to know? I'm an open book. How are you? Uh, how are you related to Lafayette? How did you were born here? Born and raised here. Nice. I did move out a few times to different places, but pretty much my all my roots are here. Huh. So that's cool. Same here. Yeah, yep. yeah. I went to Jeff High School. Pretty much all all of my schooling, except for some years in front at Frontier High School, we're all here in Lafayette. So, huh? Yeah, I, I went to McCutcheon, so Maver died, but that's okay too. All right. Well, I guess <laughs> we're not going to beef too bad. It's all right. Yeah, they're both good schools, though. I, I've always liked Jeff. Jeff has a lot of history. Yeah, I never got into, like, school squabbles or anything. Yeah, you know? me neither. I, I never did any of the school sports or nothing. Um, but I specifically chose Josh, you, for this podcast because you just started your own business. Yes, you I did. You officially got your license. You're ready. This to, week? Yeah, you got it. You're ready to go. So uh, so what is that business? Um, it's called Edwards Investigative Services. It's a private investigation service here in Lafayette, Indiana. Um, I'm pretty psyched about it. Um, I'm psyched for you, man. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, It's a weird business, you know, and and once you get into it, you start thinking like, huh, I can't drive around in a truck that says Edwards Investigative Services on the side because I might be following somebody. And if it says uh, PI on the side of my truck, you know, I can't do that, so... So, it, it's a weird business, but I'm excited to get started. I was going to say, what exactly does your business do? You uh, you would help somebody who might think their wife is cheating on them or yeah, something. Yeah, that or... Uh, so we're, I'm just getting started. We mm-hmm. actually haven't started working yet because um, we did get approved for our license, but we still... Um, uh, we still need to send in insurance information. So once we, once we do that, we are golden. We can start running, but... Uh, yeah, so basically anything from a cheating spouse to uh, I could do background checks for companies. Oh, so okay. get a contract for for a company to do their all of their background checks. I can do all of that. Um, I can do uh, insurance fraud cases. Like uh, if somebody says they're hurt at work and the employer or the insurance company doesn't think they're telling the truth, they can hire me. I'll check in on them, and if they're out jumping on their trampoline with a broken back, then I can report that to the yeah. insurance company. That's so funny. Yeah. So you, any, anything you need somebody to sneak around and find yeah. out some information. Do you have more yeah. more legal rights um, to things? 
in certain cases, like it, it allows me to sit outside a house and take pictures if I need to, as long as I can prove that there's reason to do so. Um, like it doesn't give me license to arrest or anything like that. I, I have the same amount of rights as a human. Uh, sorry. Yeah. I have the same as amount a of, as a yeah. civilian uh, to uh, arrest. So basically if you see a, a felony, you can place them under citizen's arrest. But other than that, yeah. Can you only do a citizen's arrest for felonies? I yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was just a... I guess that makes sense. You yeah, it's got to be a felony. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. And, and it's super tricky because if you don't get it right, you get in trouble for a criminal confinement, and that's that's a felony. So if you're trying to stop something, you end up with a felony instead. So I think it's a felony. I could be wrong on that. Don't don't quote me. I can't imagine too many times where you would have to citizens arrest somebody, though. I feel like you would right. mostly want to stay behind the Call shadows, the get the information, and dip out. So Call the police. If, if you see, Well, if I see a major crime going on, I'm going to stop it. I'm, I'm that kind of guy. But Yeah, get in there. Um, save the day. But, uh, you know, as if I see a crime, probably stay in the shadows, document, and call the police. But um, I'm less likely to call the police these days, honestly. Yeah. I... Who do you think your top clientele is going to be, though? I, I think um, you're more cheating. Lawyers, lawyers. probably. Lawyers, uh, insurance companies. Um, this, the cheating spouses, that kind of stuff, that's, uh, that's a good beginning mm-hmm. to a PI business. But in the long run, you want the contract. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, gotcha. What would be really sweet is get a, uh, get a contract to do a large company's background checks. Because mm. that's steady money. You get, you get a contract and you get paid yearly or monthly this contract fee that you get no matter what. So that's a good baseline to have to fall back on if yeah. you're not getting other work. You do, see you, what I mean? uh, do you know a lot of lawyers? I got a list of lawyers I could give you. I have not started going around, so I, I would certainly appreciate a... One thing I really... One, one thing that really made me want to get into... Originally law enforcement, but now I transitioned over into uh, uh, private investigation is... Uh, my family has always had drama... Mm-hmm. And drama kind of feels home for me a little bit. So, you know, getting into drama, I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. You know what I mean? It, it uh, It's also got to be a really hard time to jump into the police force with everything going on anyway. Yeah. So you and I haven't talked a lot, so I don't really know your political leanings or anything. So, mm-hmm. um, But basically... I get along with people of all political views and all of that, so I'm going to mm-hmm. preface this. So, if you don't agree with me, that's okay. I, I don't but, get offended by nothing. I'm with you. I'm I'm on both sides. But through a lot of things, I have wanted to be a, a police officer since I was little. Okay. Yep. Uh, actually, I wanted to be the president, and then I said that was too dangerous. I might get shot, so I want to be a cop. That's stupid. <laughs> I was dumb as a kid. <laughs> no. Um, but uh, then I started seeing things. I, w- I went to college for criminal justice, got my degree, and I started learning this and that about... So you really um, followed through with it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. A, I got a degree in criminal justice last year, or, no, two years ago, and uh, uh, it was eye-opening. Uh, learned a lot of things that a lot of people don't know, like why the dr- war on drugs was created... So we're getting the heavy stuff right now, but um, I, I started off college as a conservative, 
in it not as a liberal i would never call myself liberal but very much not conservative anymore um it's hard to say you're on either side now if you say you're conservative I'm, you're getting judged if you say you're liberal you're getting judged yeah so i'm i'm pro gun mm-hmm. and pro i'm very much a staunch supporter of lgbt um you know equal rights I have no problem with the individual police officers, but I'm with you. are you cool? Yeah. Are you cool with cursing on the podcast? Yeah, I, right. I, uh, everybody, sure. I tell them to speak their mind. Do I cuss I, a lot? I curse. I, I yeah, curse. I do too. <laughs> I uh, so I try to keep it business professional, but at the same time, that's not the whole idea of the podcast is to really get to meet the people and learn, yeah. learn who you're going to business with and just to get everybody's story i, I just like hearing every, everybody's got this crazy wild ride dude i have on. so many yeah, i can tell man you, wild <laughs> stories I, I have like 20 different questions for you from like 20 different topics I mean, yeah I've, I've only known you a couple days so it's uh, I'm, I'm an open book I, i've always wanted to do a podcast so i feel like i have lots of stories that can just like own, dude. random i know? tell everybody i actually did and i recorded one episode and Got lazy and didn't edit it. It's, it's just a lot sitting in my uh, yeah. sitting in my Dropbox or my my drive. What was uh, your podcast going to be about? It was just going to be random conversations with nerds. There you go, know? man. That's the same thing I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so I, I'm a huge nerd. Like my social media, it's always Nerd Dad Seven Six Five. Even before I had a kid, because I'm older than all of my friends, and they all kind of look up to me as like a nerd dad. Nerd dad, I like that. So I've been nerd dad for years before I even had kids. So. Oh, yeah. And that's your gamer tag on everything yeah. too, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, that's a good one, man. Except I, for PSN. I, I, but. but yeah, anyway, back back on topic. So you got your business license. What? So I guess I was going to ask what got you into private investigating, but it was your, your love of law enforcement. And then you said, and you then my disillusion there. with with the police is that really system. what it was? you just yeah. kind of saw how yeah absolutely were and... my the, the plan was not to be a private investigator the plan was to become a police officer now I'll 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 tell you right now that part of it was also um, I'm really bad at push ups I'd be a sheriff's deputy right now because I tried out for the sheriff's deputy uh, sheriff's sorry sheriff's department mm-hmm. uh, and I I was fine with everything else physically. You passed everything, everything with the push-ups. Push-ups, man. Oh man, push-ups got me. You're 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 a built dude though. Like that's kind of. I'm not. How many, how many push-ups is it? I'm not that. It's twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we we'll want to put that. It, on the it's fine. Part. I don't care. I don't care. It's fine. Uh, it's it's a little unfair because I was skinnier back then. First of all, and uh, so the push-ups they have you do is they have a a deputy put their hand on the ground right underneath your chest. You have to go all the way down to where your your chest touches um, their hand, Uh right? So the other dudes that were trying out with me, there were these big bulky dudes. Their chest was so big that they barely had to go down. Plus, when I tried out, they gave me – and no no problem. I have no problem with female deputies, females at all. I'm obviously very progressive. Mm -hmm. But uh, they gave me a a, a female deputy that had small hands. So I had to go down even further. (laughs) (laughs) And it was it was the one thing that I've I've never been good at push ups. Just looking at you now though, I know you can do twenty five push ups. Ah, uh, so. you would think that, but no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> I've also gotten chunkier since then, so Well that's alright, man. You don't need to you don't need to be yeah. in the L P D anyway. Private investigating. First of all, I love people that have a dream, follow through with it, and especially when it's related to starting your own business. Yeah. Like I, I really hope you keep it going and I know it'll now that I'm in the process of doing it, I'm 
it's already much more fulfilling than it would have been if I had just worked for a police department. It's just so hard to be a cop. Yeah. I mean, even if we were not looking at the social issues, uh, a good friend of mine, he was uh, the D.A.R.E. officer in Lafayette. His name's John Townsend. I don't know if you've met him. That sounds familiar. Um, Great, great guy. One of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your whole life. Well, when I was going through uh, school at Ivy Tech, um, I was supposed to interview somebody in the in the um, in the industry that I was mm-hmm. going into. It was for English, so it wasn't uh, like a job criminal justice. Kind of thing? No, it was just like an interview. Like I was supposed to ask a certain number of questions. Um, one of the quotes I got from him is phenomenal. Uh, he told me, "Ninety percent of people are good. Ten percent of people are bad." Unfortunately, as a police officer, you deal with that 10% 90% of the time. So that explains a lot about why police officers get so uh, cynical. Oh, yeah. Because they're just dealing with assholes. Yeah, the worst. All day. The people that you would normally look at and say, ah, I'm not talking to that guy. And you never meet those people except for just every once in a while. You know, you come across a person, you're like, what the hell is that person's problem? Those people, that's what they do all day. Yeah. What What do you think is the change that we need? So the number one thing is we need to end the stupid war on drugs and release the people that are in cages for the war on drugs. Right. But my issue with that is if we make every drug legal, I don't want a heroin store down Yeah, the road. that's what I'm saying. I don't think we need to make every drug legal. Mm-hmm. We just need to make the ones... Look at Colorado. Look at Oregon. They've made um, weed and mushrooms. Uh, mushrooms, psychedelics. They've made all those legal. Are they having huge issues? No, in fact, we're about to get a lot of information on mushrooms because of it. Exactly. They're Absolutely not. Ones. They're not having huge issues. Mm. You know what they're having? A massive amount of extra extra taxes coming in. So what does that mean for... Because they legalized everything. What does that mean for heroin and coke and meth? Uh, I, did they legalize all of those too? I thought so. I thought that was the big... I didn't see that. I, I wasn't sure about it. that. Maybe so. Actually, um, you might be right. Because I remember just an article being I, about the mushrooms. I think it was just psychedelics uh, or cybacillins mm-hmm. and, uh, and weed. Which, the war on weed is so stupid. If you've ever met anybody that's on weed, which literally all of us have, they're not a danger to anybody. <laughs> and it, it's, it's a weird point because now we have, we've pretty much proven that 60 to 70% of people want to legalize. Yeah. So what are we doing? If we have the fact saying more people want it than don't. I don't even what do I, consume. I don't even mm-hmm. use marijuana. Yeah. And... I am 1,000% a supporter of legalizing it. It's a huge moneymaker, man. There's it a, is. It's, it's a, literally a... It's a... Uh, it's a billion-dollar business. Yeah, it's a business. There's another word I was looking for, but I couldn't think of it. Industry. Yeah. It's a, it's a billion-dollar industry that we're just, for no reason, leaving ourselves out of. Well, there's a, a few people in Lafayette getting ready for it. We have people just waiting. We all know it's going to happen, but well, what are we waiting unfortunately, for? Unfortunately, I think Indiana is going to be one of the last states yeah, to legalize. We're, we're dragging our feet. But I'm hoping at the. I'm hoping every time someone says that, I'm hoping that's the point that we're in now. I'm well, hoping this what is I'm Indiana hoping is the feet. federal government takes it yeah. away from the state and just says it's legal. Exactly. Because it's, it's a weird game we're playing. Now, that, that's everything. something conservatives would be pissed off. Take it away from the states? No, no. I don't mean take away. I mean, like... 
like they did with uh, like they did with same sex marriage, mm-hmm. to say it is federally legal. I'm sure there were a lot of people that were against that. Too. Oh, for sure. I've I've been pretty sheltered, so I I consider myself conservative for the most part. But when I for stuff like that, I kind of think. But don't even Republicans want want weed to be legal? I get that a lot of them don't. You would but, expect, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Would think most of the people that I know thing. that smoke weed are are conservatives. Yeah. Well, uh, every time I'm not gonna call them out, but I have family members. Yeah. All, most of my family is conservative, and I have family members that use marijuana. They would definitely agree with it being legal. Oh. I'm hoping that uh, Joe Biden will do the right thing, but I we'll hope see. so, man. I just hope he doesn't die, and I won't put that on the podcast. <laughs> but man, he's scaring me lately, dude. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he, uh, I don't know, but I just feel like everyone's that's all right. yeah, they're all on these weird teams, and they have to say and do what their team is telling them to say or do, and it's. It's weird. It's a it weird, is weird. Weird man. time, weird place. It is weird. I never used to be political, and then I've never been political either until when, all this. When stuff Donald made. Trump ran for president, that's his, when you uh, said I got to check the news now. <laughs> when, I, when I first started getting political, not to mention my best friend Chuck, uh, he's politically active. Um, he wants to run for Senate, and Whoa. he can't run for president because he's he was born in India, but he could be a politician, hmm. and. Uh, is that a weird rule that he can't run for president because he yeah. wasn't born here? Uh, presidents and anybody in the presidential secession uh, have to be natural born. Right. I, I've always known that, but I guess it's the first time I'm really thinking about it. Yeah. Because what if your friend really qualifies and loves America? He would 100% qualify. And he, yeah. I've never met anybody that loves America more than him. And we're missing out on a lot of people yeah. like that. Just yeah. Um, that's kind of a weird. I guess I, I get it, nationalism and all that. I'm sure there's a lot of people that say, "Why would we let him?" Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I but, get, I get having a period, or like a long time where he's had to have lived here. Yeah, like I, I get somebody not moving here in two years for two years and then becoming president. Yeah. I get that, but like he's been here since he was three. He grew up in Oakland. Yeah, I was gonna say you've been here since three. <laughs> he doesn't even remember. Any you know other. what I mean? He grew up in Oakland. He's as American as the rest of us. What do you, uh, when do you think everybody comes united as one big earth? I don't know if that's going to happen again, man. man. I kind of think it's going to take some sort of an alien experience for us to stop playing these weird games, but I also love being in America. I love being an American. Um, Yeah. But it's just weird. It's weird looking around saying, oh, this is, this is what we're doing. Okay. For sure. Shit, you know what I just realized? What's up? We didn't bring the beer in here. Let's go grab it. We can <laughs> grab it. All right, so anyway, on one of these podcasts, I think it was with uh, the financial advisor, Brian Todd, we were talking about Dogecoin. Yeah. And um, we were kind of talking about how crazy it is that it's just this made-up cryptocurrency that turned into what it is now with thousands and thousands of people supporting it and having it shoot up 300 percent and yeah um and you are actually one of the lucky guys who, who made eight thousand dollars off a of i did at one point you're correct <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to talk about what happened after no, that's that. okay i'm okay with it i'm okay with it because yeah. uh cryptocurrency is a weird thing right it is you say that it's like a made-up thing but really all money is made up you know, it's all based on trust. That's a good point. It's all made. It's all based up on on uh, on what we believe the dollar to be worth, right? So, you can actually invest in USD, 
like you do any cryptocurrency, by the way. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. But <laughs> yeah, it's just dollar to dollar. Yeah. You're not going to make any money, but yeah. you could do it. Anyway, it probably would go down, wouldn't it? it sometimes, but it generally yeah. just stays at a dollar. Yeah. Because, you know. <laughs> but, but uh, so, yeah, when I first got into it, a buddy of mine just happened to text me. And he, he didn't even recommend it. He was just like, I'm buying Dogecoin because it's about to explode. I'm like, should I buy it? He's like, well, I can't give you advice, but I mean, my I talked my dad into buying it, and he he's he he bought a bunch. So um, I originally put two hundred dollars in. That was before it was even a penny. I got twenty two thousand two hundred twenty two Dogecoin. Okay, before it was a penny. Before it was a penny. Is it even at a penny now? I always say it's at. Oh yeah, it's like, at thirty five cents. Okay, right? so it, that's or about what I roughly thirty five cents. Yeah, right now. it's went. Wait, I was just making sure it wasn't like 35% of one penny. Or, no, it's, yeah. it's 35 cents per, per Dogecoin. So, um, so and you got 2,000 of them? I got 22,000. 22,222. I, I remember because it was all twos. Yeah. So I waited. Um, that was back in March or yeah, March. Mm-hmm. Um, it was right before it started raising. So I waited. I started making pretty good money. At twelve cents, my buddy texted me. He's like, "Hey, I'm selling. I don't think it's going to, going to go any higher." So I sold. Then I didn't look at it for a couple of days. Then I looked at it again, and it had doubled in price. So it's I about put all of that money back into Doge. But at that point, I had half the Doge I started with. So, or less than half, actually. So I put two hundred more dollars in, got it up to about eleven thousand, uh, over eleven thousand Dogecoin. So then it exploded. I got up to eight thousand dollars in Dogecoin, which that's probably when it did that one hundred fifty. There's one of the days it went up one hundred fifty percent. Yeah, I mean it was just yeah, nuts. yeah, yeah. I was really excited. Then it started dipping, and uh, but I was I was going to hold on to it. But then this AMC thing happened. Do you know about AMC yeah. about to uh, do a short, a short squeeze? No, I don't. I don't know much about AMC except that that's another one everyone's chirping about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I had all of my my Dogecoin in Anchor USD, the app. Mm. Um, it's been pretty good for me so far, except for my buddy told me AMC was going to explode. So on a whim, I sold all my Dogecoin and went to buy AMC on the app. What I didn't realize is AMC makes you sign up for an for a brokerage account. And what I also didn't realize is that they'll never approve it. Something's going on with their brokerage. They probably account. have so many people signing so up. So I it. waited for two days and uh, lost quite a few more Dogecoin. I lost about 3,000 more Dogecoin. So uh, I'm only down to about 7,000 Doge right now. A little over 7,000 Doge. So unfortunately, I've listened to a few people, and uh, none of them had ill, Ill, you know, Ill will or like none of them were necessarily giving me advice. They were just telling me what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But being new to the cryptocurrency, you know, um, it, it's a danger, and I think it's important for people to realize that it's definitely a major, you know, gamble. How much money do you think you lost? In I don't. I well, I mean, I haven't lost any money. You know, right mm-hmm. now I have about three thousand dollars in Dogecoin, out of a four hundred dollar investment. Okay, yeah. So at the end of the day, I've still made, you know, twenty twenty six hundred dollars Still, that's so painful. I know, it hurt really bad. Like, yeah. I, we were planning on using that for a down payment, which, I mean, if it hits, 
astronomical numbers. I could still do that. Yeah. All it has to do is get right back up to where it was. Yeah. It's just, uh, but think about this. Uh, a dollar is everybody's goal right now. Mm. If I get up to a dollar, I'm only at $7,000. Like, not even close to where I was when... When do you think you'll... Yeah. What's... When I buy stocks, I always have an exit plan. I have a number of that. When it gets to this, that's where I'm selling. Well, at this point, I'm diamond hands. I'm just going to hold it to the moon or to the grave. Yeah. Um, or to the grave. Yeah. Listen, I, not that I can just blow $400, but me and my wife have agreed that we 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 have agreed to lose that money if, mm-hmm. if it happens. Yeah. So I, I now I'm just going to hold it. And in fact, if it goes much lower, I might put a little bit more money in it to bump up my numbers a little bit. Yeah, um, I uh, I try not to tell people when to buy stocks because I'm not an expert. I did for about a month or two just live off of nothing but the stock market because I, I got pretty heavy into it. I got really heavy into it, actually. But uh, just with everything, with COVID and everything, all my YouTubers kind of told me there's nothing wrong with just getting out of the market, waiting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of been my Shit, mindset. if you had Pfizer stock, you were in the bank right, <laughs> right. now. You know what I mean? I know a guy that uh, made a ton of money off of a plexiglass, just invested in the... Oh, yeah, shit. Didn't yeah, even yeah. think about just that. Just as soon Damn. as COVID hit, he said, that's where all my money's going. That's I know. fantastic. Yeah. That I don't remember sh- what the company was, but... That was he, big brain right yeah, there. Big he, brain. He did good. But... uh he actually moved to Hawaii. <laughs> Damn, yeah. Hell yeah. why would you stick around in Indiana if you make, yeah. if you do that? Again? I, I I go to Florida over the team. <laughs> you Sorry. were big into wrestling, yes, and getting people into that ring. And how did that start? Slash. Well, so first off, I want to say I, I will never say I was a wrestler because I only had one match. Oh, okay. but yeah, in two thousand seven, I uh, I trained for a year. Um. In professional wrestling with the NWA Indiana. I've always been a wrestling fan, although admittedly I haven't watched in a long time. Um, I've always been a wrestling fan. And I've always been this way. If I see something on TV that I like, I want to try it. I want to jump in there. So, uh, me and my best friend at the time, uh, we went to a local wrestling show. and And I went up to the promoter, the guy running the show. I was like, how do we train? And it just so happened they were about to start a wrestling training, uh, training school. That's weird. So then you caught them at that exact right, right? moment. Yeah, it was like two weeks later. Man. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> so weird, uh, universe works in weird ways. And the really cool thing is my very first day of training, mm. and my very last day of training, I got to meet. Uh, well, the first time meet, and then the second time see again uh, a WWE Hall of Famer. What was now, name? nobody's going to know him. His name is Jimmy Valiant, huh. the Boogie Woogie Man or handsome Jimmy Valiant. Uh, I'm sure some people will know him. I sure, know. some of you will know him, some of the older people. Um, uh, he was a part of a tag team with his brother, um, Johnny Valiant. Uh, that my wife is calling me. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I probably took my oh, that's good. the whole time. Give me a second. Bye. It's all good, man. She sounds like a good wife, man. She is. She's she awesome. friendly and just nice. We're, we're, we have a pretty decent um, age gap. I'm 33. She's 25. All right. What are the... Let's see. Yeah, we got to wrap this qu- up. Oh, man. no. We're good. Uh, oh, okay. What are the questions you got? FedEx. I want to hear some crazy... St- well, I, now I want to hear more about the uh, mall security because I bet your mall stories security. are better. Oh, yeah. I don't have very many fun stories about FedEx. Oh, it's I, kind I, of I figured you honestly. would. I figured you'd 
run into all kinds of crazy people. No, I mean, mall security was crazy, man. That was a crazy, crazy job. Um, a lot of the times I worked at night, which nothing happened at night. Okay. Although my craziest story happened at night. Oh. Um, so this is back when uh, Sears was still a thing. When right. we still had a Sears store. But it was right around when they were starting to close their first round of stores. When they were starting to struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like 11 o'clock at night. I got a call that there was an alarm going off at Sears. Um, and... So I show up, but we had had problems uh, with the Sears alarm. They had issues where they kept getting false alarms. So I didn't think anything of it. Police have to show up, but the police show up and leave. Don't think anything of it. But the manager um, had to show up too, and he came up to me and said, Hey, this is the second time this happened tonight. He might just, for no reason, just walking through the store with me just to make sure nothing is going on. So everybody, even the police... Just thought it was a fake alarm. Yeah. Just a... police left. It was just me and the manager. Did they even Sears. look around or no, anything? No, not at all. Because oh. they had gotten gotten so many. It's boy, boy, boy cried wolf, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, me and the manager, we go in. We start walking around. We're joking around, talking, not thinking anything is going to be in there. All of a sudden, I don't see it. The manager does. He goes, "Hey, what are you doing in here?" I think he's fucking with me, so I start laughing. Then I look over and these two people pop up from behind a uh, clothes rack. Oh. And I notice one of them. I, I recognize him from church. Oh, man. <laughs> and I don't think he recognized me because I go, Drew, what are you doing in here? And he goes, uh. fuck you. <laughs> but what was he doing? He... Uh, so uh, I'll get to that. Trust me. Because <laughs> it's it kind of a, a point of pride for me. Yeah. So I chase him through Sears, first of all. Not supposed to chase people, apparently. Also, mm. not supposed to do walkthroughs at night alone. I was supposed to call the police. I got in trouble later. Anyways. But you had your manager. You yeah, well, not my manager. The store manager. They're uh, not my manager. The Sears guy. Right. So, uh, so uh, I chase him through the Sears. Um, he finally, uh, long story short, he finds an open door. He bolts. I'm chasing him through the parking lot. But keep in mind, it's 11 o'clock at night. The mall is closed and the parking lot is completely empty. What about your security? Or is that supposed to be you? It's just me. Oh, man. So I'm running towards his car. I, I see he's running towards his car. And I, I start to realize I'm staying, I'm running through an empty parking lot. He's quite a bit ahead of me. I'm running through an empty parking lot. And he's about to get in a vehicle. Mm. I should probably not be chasing him because he's going to run my ass over I so I start to be worried he had a gun more than anything. But he wasn't even thinking about that. <laughs> and we don't have any weapons. Nothing. Yeah, not even a taser. Say. Nothing. Man. Nothing. Not even pepper spray. We had handcuffs. What are you supposed to do in that situation? Um, just call, call the police. Cops? Have you ever seen the movie Observer Report with Seth Rogen? No. Yeah, well, Observer and Report. That's what we're supposed to do. Anyways, so I start to back off. Um, he starts, he gets in his car and I see him fumbling around, right? He gets out of his car and starts running and I'm like, turns out, uh, he, when he was running through Sears, he dropped his keys. Oh, <laughs> but man. so he gets over by, um, by the Wendy's right there. And I don't even know where they come. Cause I was on the cops on the phone with the cops this whole time too. I don't even know where the cops came from. Like six police cars descend upon him and he stops immediately. They all hit, hit their spotlights and he goes oh. like straight out of a movie. Right. <laughs> Well, uh, it was him and his girlfriend. I said there was two people. Apparently, he was asset protection for Sears before he quit. 
his numbers were still in the register. So what he did, him and his girlfriend both used to work there. Um, they hid in the dressing room while they closed the store. Then mm-hmm. after everybody left, they went and started ringing up MasterCard gift cards, which are gift cards you can use anywhere. They had over $20,000 worth of gift cards rung up when I stopped them. Was that their only time that they've done that? I would think so. Because oh. think about it. At the time when Sears was seriously closing stores left and right, if that Sears had posted a $20,000 theft loss, they probably would have just shut the store down. Man. So I saved a bunch of jobs and caught a major... Uh, theft. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Just someone who knew the numbers. They uh, yeah, dude. There was a person that broke into a a subway. They were a store manager, and they broke into the subway in the middle of the night just because they knew the safe code. Uh-huh. But they got caught because they had a uh, tramp stamp tattoo, and then the camera <laughs> saw them, and they they were like, "We know that's you, the store manager." But if they didn't, if she didn't have that tattoo, they might not have caught her. Yeah, I mean, they. It's crazy what people will do, but. Whenever somebody breaks into a store like that, your first thought would probably be, who works here? <laughs> who would know to do something like that? Yeah. That's- and uh, so afterwards, we were kind of wondering if they hadn't done it before because of all the uh, false alarms we've had. Maybe they weren't false alarms. Yeah. You know? But I think they would have noticed large amounts of money missing. You know what I mean? So. But what if it's $100 here? Yeah. But tomorrow yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. And then, then all of a sudden they decide to do $20,000 and get caught. And they were so close, too. They would have gotten away with it yeah. if, if we would have just said, eh, it's probably nothing. Let's go. But what about uh, the fact that you knew him from church? I won't put it on there for snitch, <laughs> but did, did, did that uh, affect anything? You know, I him? wasn't supposed to do this, but I knew his sister, mm-hmm. and I did message his sister. I was like, Hannah, I need to tell you something, and I'm not supposed to tell you this, but as your friend... I want you to know what your brother just did. Mm. And I told her, she's like, oh my God, I had no idea. No, because he's just a serious funny, employee. You wouldn't expect Funny that. thing, though, at the time, he had gotten hired at Walmart as asset protection. Mm. So he was Man. running asset protection for Walmart and stealing a large amount of money from Sears. Have you ever done that, the asset protection for um, Yeah, I, well, I tried. Mm. I don't know why, but they never accepted me. It's not a um, it's not a very high paying gig, is it? Some of them are. Um, Myers has a store detective, which is a cool ass job, honestly. And I would swoop it up in a heartbeat if I if I could get the job. Basically, you go just dress as your normal clothes, mm-hmm. and you push around a shopping cart. That's crazy that you're saying that with a degree in business and criminal um, justice. And criminal justice. Now, last time I applied, I hadn't got my degree yet, mm-hmm. so it's possible that I might get it now. Oh. But it's probably no, I'm not looking for it. already filled, though, and yeah. you probably don't have too many of them. I guess it's competitive, but I felt like I had, you know, I was the president of the Criminal Justice Society at Ivy Tech. I have so many, I have so many, like, resume points that yeah. I feel like I'm a shoe-in for an asset protection job. Like, yeah. one of the one of the things that helped me is actually using my ADHD for positive so yeah, okay, if okay. I'm talking to my wife in the car, mm-hmm. sometimes I lose track of what she's saying because I see things that are going on around me. So I'll see somebody crossing the street on a side road and be like, that's weird. Or uh, a good example from a mall security job is when I work there in the day, 
I got good at pointing out in my head when people are going to do shit. Probably so, mostly theft, right? Theft yeah, I was, dri- I was driving around outside, and I saw these two teenagers crossing the road towards mm-hmm. the mall. I was like, those two kids are going to steal something at Kohl's. <laughs> Yeah. They weren't by Kohl's. They were over by Best Buy, but they were going to a small. I'm like, those two kids are going to steal something at Kohl's. I just fucking knew it. And, and 30 minutes later, I get a call. Hey, can you come down here? I got two people that were stealing. <laughs> I walk in that office, and it's the two kids. And I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding why, me. Why <laughs> Kohl's? You there, it... They catch everybody. Mm. Uh, message to everybody. If you want to steal from a store, do not steal from Kohl's. They have a camera system. That is so good, they can read your text over your shoulder. Ooh, okay. They will definitely catch you, and they break the mall rules. They will chase your ass to the ends of the earth. (laughs) They, you will not get away from (laughs) Coles. They once chased somebody from the mall on foot to the Walmart on three fifty. Oh my! They don't fucking give up. (laughs) Do not steal from (laughs) Coles. If you're gonna steal, I wouldn't suggest stealing. But if you're going to. Stay away from Kohl's. Is it because it's a bigger store? I don't people? know why. I feel like a they lot have of people a, steal from Kohl's too, though. Well, they have a they have a national uh, competition between uh, asset protections at Kohl's, and our Kohl's here in Lafayette is always like winning shit. I can see that. <laughs> I know <laughs> a lot of people steal from yeah, them all, but so one of my teachers, um, she was a juvenile uh, probation officer, and she said the predominant charge that was on her desk was stealing from Kohl's. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, they catch so many juveniles so stealing weird. from Kohl's. If anything, I would think it would be, uh, like, a smaller store. Yeah, you would think. Like, I don't but know. But I, like I think, I think, dumb criminals think it's such a big store. Mm. Oh, I can get away with this. Nobody's looking at me at this in this big-ass store. No, they are definitely looking at you. I guess Kohl's does have some high-priced items, too. Yeah. But, but it's always headphones. Oh, is it? Almost okay. always headphones. That's so weird. Yeah. Headphones. That's not even where I would go to buy headphones. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know why either. Maybe not now. It's been... Uh, I stopped working in there in 2014. So what's the next move for you? You got you got your business license. You can finally start. You got your partner. Yep. He's great at making websites and all the technical stuff and getting he, the word out. He's, uh, he sounds like a wizard. Until intelligence for the army so he's got all he's uh, we like to joke that i'm batman and he's alfred you know what i mean <laughs> yeah does he is he gonna help out with any of the investigating side or is that all uh not the physical because he you know he's based in georgia mm-hmm. um so uh not the physical stuff but if i need to look up something or if i need research he'll probably do that for me yeah huh. um are you gonna be more photo evidence or are you gonna photo, have to type up all these crazy just, reports what we call what what intelligence business calls human human intelligence, hmm. so like in person stuff. So mostly just so, uh, and and we want to branch out, man. We want to expand. Hmm. Um, we were talking the other day about uh, turning it even into a uh, a private uh, intelligence company. What would the difference between that and what you're doing be? It's like a private sector CIA, basically, is what I'm thinking would be really interesting but what what kind of clientele would you get that's different than government oh okay huh yeah i don't know anything about the steps to starting that yeah but me um, either. just get it get your base going, man. just uh 
get a. Uh, it's exciting to think about, and, and here's the thing: that's probably not going to happen. But it, it's it you could, know, that, dude. It could. You yeah, have wild stuff happens. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not saying it is or isn't going to happen. Uh, we just like to think big, you know. What, what else happened cool. at the mall? Is there oh, man. anything crazy <laughs> like that's kind of the? So the craziest story, besides the one I already told you, is probably um, this 16 year old kid got jumped in the parking lot. Mm. Um, we weren't there. We got called after he left. Um, I showed up to the scene, and he had gotten jumped outside of one entrance, walked through the mall to another entrance, and left with somebody. Oh. And he tracked a trail of blood the entire way. That's 16 years old, man. That's sad. That's um, a kid. Yeah, That's I actually... Kid. Most of my crazy stories involve me going outside of what I was supposed to do. Mm. Um, I actually did some investigation, found the kid's name, uh, found his mother, called his mom to check in on him. Because I was worried. It was a lot of blood. Yeah. I was like, I'm really worried about this kid. We were just supposed to document and call the police. No. Yeah. Screw that. I want I want to know that this kid is okay. It happened while I was guarding the mall and I felt not responsible, but I felt like it was my business to make I sure he's okay. Man. Yeah, he's 16. So I I, I called the mom and she was actually very appreciative of me calling and checking in. He was okay, but she sent me a picture of his face and he was fucked up. Man. His face was jacked up and it was a case of mistaken identity. Oh, they, the, the dudes thought he was somebody else and jumped his ass and beat his ass bad. His face was all jacked up. God. Do you know his name? No. I, it, was, it was too many years ago. Yeah. It was, it was sad, man. That's a baby. Luckily, he ended up okay, though. But Can you imagine just being see, at the mall? Seeing a trail of blood through the mall was... Uh, crazy what did people what did the customers think oh they weren't too happy especially since we had to literally close down i mean nobody could cross it was a solid trail it's a not solid scene. but it was basically a trail of blood yeah. so nobody could go from one side to the mall to the other did they close the mall down or no anything? we cleaned yeah. it up we, you know we called the actually we didn't even call the police they didn't they didn't they didn't investigate Ugh. um which is actually part of what pissed me off yeah, no kidding. Well, we a, didn't have a we didn't have a uh, a suspect oh, or sorry. nothing. We didn't. Yeah, we didn't have even the victim. So the police would have came and said, "Oh, there's blood on the floor." How did you find the kid's name then? You're just that good. I don't remember. Uh. I think I asked some people that were there, and one of them knew him. And I just I'm good at finding people. Yeah. That's why I, it's I one of the reasons why, why I'm like I, yeah. I'm gonna be a P- PI. You know. Uh, I think I just tracked him down. I just picture being at the mall at 16 years old and then a bunch of dudes coming up to you yeah. thinking you're someone else and then just jacked. It was up. it was messed up, man. That is so sad, dude. Yeah. I uh, I got jumped when I lived over there in those apartments. Which apartments? Cambridge. Oh, well, I lived over there and and uh, got jumped by three or four dudes. For what reason? Just, just walking. Man. <laughs> I, uh, and I was pretty straight-laced at the time, so I was just walking from my girlfriend's house. She lived in the same apartment complex, and it was like 11 o'clock at night. And uh, so I was walking, and these dudes came up behind me, and my, my alert went up, but I was 18 at the time, right? So I'm dumb. I just kept walking. They're like, hey, man, you know where this road is? They said, asked me about a road. I didn't want to talk, so I was like, no, nah, I just – I'm." pretty new here so i'm not 100 sure where that road is so i turned around they're like hey man you want to buy some green i was like 
No, I'm good. I appreciate it. Turned around. I was just about to turn back to see what they were doing. Right inside of my head. Yeah. I was standing in the middle of the road. Ended up in the grass. No idea how. Uh, you know what's funny? As I had $180 in cash in my pocket, not in my wallet, and they were trying to grab my wallet. And for some reason, I had the 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 uh, clearance or the clarity of mind to literally tell them, "Hey, I don't have money in my wallet. I have it in my pocket. You want me to give it to you?" But they just kept kicking me and not not listening. So they got away with nothing. Dude, man, I had a is- literal shoe print on my ribs. Did I, uh, I wonder what the street was. When you said they asked you for the street, I was thinking, I wonder if that was like an exit street or something. They were just trying to test you. And if you knew that street, if they would have said, nah, he he knows. I actually did know the street. I just didn't want to talk to him. Uh, I should have just said it. Was it like a sort of like exit side street or something? It was just a random street in the middle of Cambridge. Then I bet they were just. They were fucking with me. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, for, for sure. no reason. For no reason. They did, you could have not had a dollar on you. They just wanted the... Uh, part of me thinks it might have been a jump in. So like when a, a gang member wants to be in a gang, they, they have to jump somebody. I can see that, yeah. I didn't even think of that. So I could have just initiated a few gang members. I don't know. Maybe. But um, at, at least they didn't kill you, man, I guess. I'm glad yeah. you made it. That just sucks. I've never had a situation like that. I've so, watched so, a kid get jumped. That's crazy. Man, man, I got, I got, I haven't scratched the surface on my stories, man. What a... Dude, I've done, <laughs> I used lived to... You've lived a crazy life so far. I used to do ghost days. hunting. Yeah, okay. That was sick. I ghost hunted with a group, mm-hmm. and I don't have any of the tools. Um, but I'll tell you, if you ever are in a house and you get a weird feeling or like someone's watching you and you think it's supernatural, mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, it's an electro- electromagnetic field leak. So, like, hmm. some of your wires are not shielded correctly. Whoa, that's weird. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've experienced this because there's a back hallway at the mall that there's a big red metal thing on the wall that goes all the way up and around and it says, um, do not open high electrical field. And that hallway, you feel like somebody's watching you constantly. Wow. It's because of the uh, leaking electro- electromagnetic fields. And it just... Your body picks up on it. Yep. Something. So one of the here. tools you bring with you when you're ghost hunting is an EMF detector. Huh. That uh. What the? That's so crazy. How have I never heard that before? It makes sense. Um. Yeah. Ghost hunting was crazy, man. I, I went in as a uh, as a complete, not not a not a disbeliever. Mm-hmm. I believe it could be true, but I was a skeptic. But I had watched the ghost hunter. Or Ghost Hunters, on, mm. you know, that was like one of my favorite shows. And I wanted to have an experience. Let's see, that, like earlier when we were talking about wrestling, when I watched it on TV and yeah, something I like, jump I, into I, I want to try it. That's a good trait, man. Instead of sitting back wishing yeah, exactly. that you actually get out and make stuff happen. That's a So good I went out and I had some weird ass experiences. I took, play, I took part in an exorcism. Ooh. That was fucking nuts, man. I got to hear about that. Did it work? Yeah. Um, also, I, somebody, she talked in a, in double voice. Like you see in a horror movie, it's like, you could hear her voice, but also like a low voice at the same time. Freaky as fuck, man. And what, they just had the priest come over? And... Well, so, that's kind of funny. We were kind of a ragtag group. We had just let this guy join not mm-hmm. that long ago. Super cool guy. <laughs> just 
happened to not uh, not tell us that he was an ordained minister. <laughs> Just doing that thing. We're like, oh, we got to call a minister. And, he, and he's like, oh, I'm a minister. Like, why the <laughs> fuck would you not say that to us? <laughs> oh, my God. Though. So, so you, he, you uh, he, read, he read the um, Bible verse. And uh, you can call it. People probably think I'm crazy, but whatever. Uh, I was holding her hand, right? And she went. She like arched up like from a movie, and uh, I literally felt a f- like electricity move through my hand, through into my chest, and the door was open. So I pointed at the door, and it went through my arm and out of my finger. Ugh! And then what? Hey, I was voice... a skeptic, man. It's not like I'm sitting here uh, saying I, that I, I thought it was you, real. I there's a weird thing that uh. Whether hell is real or not, I don't know, but there's a it is. there's a weird thing with demons though, and evil spirits. But so that flies out of you, and then her body goes back to normal. Yeah, and, and after that, she was normal. Well, what, normal. what did she I, say? She became friends with me, and she actually ended up not being very normal. But, um, yeah. Well, it was it was crazy, man. Uh, um, I one time we were investigating this place that was built on an Indian burial grounds. Mm. Uh, not Indian. I've been really trying hard not to say that. Native American. Native American. My yeah. best friend is from India, and I, I now I hate it when people say Indian. I get that. Yeah, you that know would, what I mean. That would be because it's not. Yeah. It, anyways, anyways. So um, I was investigating this place that was uh, built on a Native American burial ground. And I was sitting in this guy's pole barn that he had converted part of it to like a man cave. Mm-hmm. And we had all, I had all the lights off. I had a recorder. I was asking questions. Nobody was around. It was just me. Nobody had a flashlight. Nothing. So I'm like, is anybody here with us tonight? And a bright flash of white light right by my head. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, did something happen in that pole barn? I was picturing like a new pole barn that he built. Like why? It was like a really long pole barn. Huh. That used to house horses, but the very end of it, he had turned into like a pretty cool, like little bar slash man cave area. Did uh, we had this thing called a, a ghost box, which is basically just something that sw- that quickly sh- switches between radio stations, mm-hmm. and in between, like the, in the little fuzz in between radio stations, you're supposed to hear talking to you. And honestly, I'm still a skeptic of that machine, but. We have heard a few things, but most of what we've caught was on uh, voice recorders. Oh, okay. Like, um, so you 100% after doing this, you believe ghosts are definitely... Um, at least a form of them. Yeah. yeah. I don't believe that anything can hurt you. I don't think anything can interact with you. What about that girl, though, man? You saw the exorcism. You saw it. You felt... Oh, that's something Whatever different. that was. I don't know what the hell that was. That's what I'm saying. I... I I think demons might be real. Maybe yeah, they're not uh, demons yeah. from hell. They're not demons what we think about mm-hmm. as in But I, I think there your, there really is spirits I agree. There's evil shit that are just bad energy that Yeah. I agree. But I don't know. I, I've me. never I been saw that shit. I was gonna say that bare eyes. I've seen it on that Ghost Adventure show, which a lot of people say that show is oh, bullshit. I hate that show. <sighs> or ghost oh uh, ghost uh, ghost hunters. Okay, that's a different yeah. one then. I Ghost Adventures Ghost is, with, is with Zach Baggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say a lot of people say that bag. show is bullshit. I never really watched it too much. It, it may not be bullshit, but he's he's an asshole. Ugh. You really hate him. I do. <laughs> he, he he. So when the the point when we go into a place... Um, We're still good on the battery. Okay. When we go into a minutes. place, 
uh, especially a house where people live and they're having issues, the least thing we want to do is piss off whatever's in there mm. in case it like I don't know. I guess I guess I have seen things be not with my own eyes, but I have heard of things being thrown. So I guess in a way they can. Hurt. Oh, so you're saying that's what Ghost Adventures does wrong? They so go they go in there and egg them off. on just to just to piss them off and get some, and then they just leave. They're like, "All right, well, your house is haunted. Have a good day." So how did you get like, your? You, buddy. How did you get your little Ghost Adventures going? Did you just go on Facebook and say who thinks their house is haunted? Actually, and... it was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working at Walmart at the time. You've had a lot of jobs. (laughs) I've worked at a lot of places, man. Uh, I was working at Walmart at the time while I was watching Ghost Hunters, and a van was parked there. It was uh, Taps, which is Tip Canoe Paranormal Society, something like that. I can't remember what it was for, but... I didn't know we had one. Wait, no, it wasn't Taps. That uh, That was the one from Ghost Hunters. It was like Wabash Valley. But it's a Tipsonu County yeah. paranormal. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if they do it anymore. Huh. Um, but anyways, I literally, I was pushing carts at the time and I literally didn't do my job for about an hour because I just waited close to the van for them to come out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm very interested. And they, they took me out. Yeah. That's awesome. They're weird people, but they're good people. Yeah. They're really good people. The majority of the hauntings or whatever you want, ghosts are what they call residual hauntings. So mm-hmm. Indiana especially has a large amount of quartz underneath the ground. Oh, quartz okay. is used to store energy like in a watch, mm-hmm. right? It's a crystal that stores energy. So the prevailing theory is that, say, an old man lives in a house in the woods, right? Uh-huh. And he... He has a routine that he does every day. He wakes, wakes up at 6.30, goes in, makes coffee, goes to the bathroom. He walks the same path every day. Human's life routine, for right? sure. Yep. So that energy repeating is storing itself in that, in that quartz. Oh, okay. So when he dies, his energy... It's still stored in that quartz. That's the theory. I'm not sure if I believe that, but that's a it makes sense to it me. It does. It does. It makes. I've never heard that before. But. So a, a lot of people think Indiana is especially um, susceptible to that because we have a lot of quartz. I like the idea of ghosts, but I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sold still. I'm not. I don't like the idea that if you die, there's a chance your body might be stuck here. I don't like right. that. So I well, I that, like to that, say that it feeds into the theory that I have that we're all just an energy connected. Mm-hmm. Because that's just your energy staying behind. But then, what do you think happens when you die? You just get reborn. Maybe you get reborn. Mm -hmm. You know, those tarot cards told me I have had three past lives. Sick. But anyway, let's uh, close it on just a couple quick questions. What are your goals for uh, getting your PI investigation? What are your goals for getting the word out there? Are you gonna make business cards? And I actually have business cards. Oh, nice. I have pins. Unfortunately, um, my phone number is wrong on them. Mm-hmm. I had one company as my phone company for my business. I ported it over to Verizon, and Verizon was unsuccessful in porting my number over, so they had to give me a new number. So um, I have a bunch of business cards and a bunch of freaking uh, pins that are completely useless because they have the wrong phone number on them. Did you spend a lot of money on the cards? Or? Eh, not too bad. Um, they're really cool. They're like thick stock, and they have a color in the middle, they're, and they're uh, they're really 
stylish. I can give you one. I like those. Yeah, I'll take one. I like those thick cards. Uh, they won't have the phone number, but they'll have the email and the website and um, all of that on it. So. Yeah, you'll probably have to just make new cards, though, unfortunately. Let's think about using a Sharpie and just coloring out the number, but I feel like that would look unprofessional. That's a lot of cards, too. I mean, I only have 50 cards, so it's not that oh, bad. Oh, okay, that's not bad. I. But I feel like that would look unprofessional. I don't know. Yeah. I spent... I have 500 business cards. A lot less now. I give them out like crazy. But none of them have a, uh, a real estate website on them. You make a website and then order new cards to... Um, yeah, so goals for my business, I just, just want to grow it, man. Damn, you know, you've had so many jobs. You've I really been, have. You've been around the... You've lived a lot. That's both good and bad. I have a lot of experience in a lot of things, but also on a job application that looks awful. <laughs> it might, but I guess it depends who's looking at that application, because I would look at it and say, whoa, this guy's... He's done this. He's done that. Yeah. He's done... And overall, I would say security has been your career path. Actually, I've worked way more retail than anything else. Oh, okay. I have over 10 years of retail experience. Hmm. Which is why I was trying to make asset protection my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that... If I wasn't going to get in the police department. But nobody wanted me. That's okay. I'll do my own thing. I'm, I'm psyched about P.I. I bet, dude. It's your it's your first. I'm so proud. It's now you have. I'm the first one of the first people in my family to have a college degree, and you're and I'm running. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. You. uh, I got a lot of hopes in you, man. I know you can, you can, make the phone calls and get the connections, and that's that's all you really need to do is just uh, get the contract signed, meet the people. You're a friendly guy. People trust you. Absolutely. The hardest thing is just not giving up when times get tough. Oh, I've been through enough t- uh, tough times to know not to give up because I know it gets better. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, we'll wrap it up. That okay. was Josh Edwards. I appreciate you coming down, man. Absolutely. It was, it was a good time. It was a good time, for real. I'm glad we got to know each other a little bit better. Yep, yep. So. I, I love talking about people in their crazy lives. And you're a, you're a big part of Lafayette, man. Whether you realize it or not, you've put your time and you've done some... Uh, some crazy stuff for this town. So. Yeah. So I've seen some shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You've seen some shit. So, so all right, man. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later. Absolutely. Hey, thanks again for sticking through another episode. If you are a lawyer, insurance agent, maybe, hopefully not, think your spouse is cheating on you, save this number in your phone. This is Edwards Investigative Services. 765 765- Again, that's 765-490-0743. Or check out his website and email in the description below. Thanks again, everyone, so much for keeping this podcast going. And please send me an email at jordanh902 at gmail.com if you want to nominate someone to be on the podcast. Thanks again. Have a great week.